as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775 357 or 775-376-Easy. Ah, yes. Easy. Good Tuesday morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Thank you so much for being here on this glorious cold Tuesday morning. Current temperature right now in the Rockwall area. Ooh, it's a brisk of 50 degrees. Ooh, little little nip in the air. Got to like that. I mean, sure, it's probably going to be 90 tomorrow, but well, but who cares? It's 50 right now. Hopefully, you're having a good morning so far. You got through your Monday doldrums. You had Tommy here yesterday. Thanks so much for Tommy being here. And we may have some of this right here. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, can uh, I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. The principals are working things out right now. <clears throat> but we could have a guest on the show either this week or next week, and his name is Mikey from that damn show because I am supposed to record Mikey's podcast Wednesday night. That's right. You're going to get a double shot of me and Mikey together. The dream team that never was. I, I am I am very much looking forward to talking to Mikey and doing his podcast. I'm very much looking forward to having him on this podcast as well. So there you go. Lots of stuff happening. Let's get to some good morning, shall we? Straight fire. The first one here and says, uh, da, 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 where the hell is it? Well, there it is. the frickin' dog. Yeah, you are first, my man. Well, the frickin' Good morning to you, my friend. Battleborn in Nebraska says, Happy Taco Tuesday, ass family. Andrew says, What up, ass family? Let's grab this Tuesday by the pink taco. Absolutely. Cowboys Girl says, Good morning, ass family. Swoosh in the house says, Happy Taco Tuesday, ass family. Oh, my lucky stars. Oh, the one and only bratty kid is in the house. He has all three major kinds of retardation. No, no, not at all. No. That was funny. Okay. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? All right, enough. Thank you. Have a spectacular day. Derek says, good morning, ass family, on this fine Tuesday. Time for Wimpy to pay up. Ooh, Battleborn, Nebraska. It's 26 degrees there. That's fucking cold. Oh, no, thank you. That's far too cold. Jesus, it's only October. We don't need it to be 26 degrees outside yet. Fuck all that. Hot Mama says, good morning, ass. Oh, good morning to you as well. Lots of stuff to get to today. Listener mail is being moved to tomorrow due to the fact that Tommy was on yesterday and it kind of moved things around. So we will be doing listener mail tomorrow. Today we have just story after story. We And, and we have a giant Kanye section today because this guy is losing his fucking mind. But speaking of someone who has lost their mind already, oh, Joe, Joe, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so, Joe. Whistleblowers, uh-oh. Well, you don't like hearing those words. If you're in government, you do not like the two-word whistleblowers, and they put them together. 
I'm going to read this headline for you, and it is as ominous as it sounds. Whistleblower documents reveal the FBI has in its possession voluminous evidence related to Hunter Biden's potentially criminal business dealings. And Joe was aware of it the entire time. Oh, 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 oh. And he was also not only aware of it, but potentially involved. Oh, that's not good. Boy, that is not good leading into the federal, the, the, the election, the midterms. New documents revealed President Joe Biden was aware of Hunter Business's agreements that may have been involved in some of them. Evidence related to uh, potential criminality of those ventures. Um, a letter was sent to Attorney General Merrick Garland, which means nothing will be done about it, detailing new whistleblower uh, allegations that the Bureau is in possession of significant, impactful, and voluminous Evidence with respect to potential criminal conduct by Hunter Biden. <laughs> FBI has voluminous pairs of Melania's panties as well. The documents in the FBI's possession include specific details with respect to conversations by non-government employees relevant to potential criminal conduct by Hunter Biden. I have seen some of the listener mail, and, and, and there's one question in there that I, I want to a- answer now, and I'm, I'm going to answer some of it now, but I'll answer it again tomorrow. We need to stand up and say, get this going. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. What did he say to the U- Indians? Oh, I, I, I'm going to need to know this now. Joe Biden to Ute in. Uh, Utah-based Native American tribe is frequently sparred with President Biden, criticized the White House, again, for not adequately consulting leaders ahead of this week's creation of a national monument on ancestral lands in Colorado. Oh, the Ute Indian tribe is one of three Ute tribes in the U.S. which share ancestral ties but operate independently. Representatives from the other two Colorados, Southern Ute and Ute Mountain Ute, were on board with the plan and attended Wednesday's ceremony, but didn't uh, Biden didn't speak on stage. So he got two-thirds of the Utes. <laughs> you know, he thought they were meaning youths because he's seen my cousin Vinny one too many times. He didn't realize they were Native American tribes. Good morning, Alicia. Glad that the sunrise is so pretty for you. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, please say this is on video. Oh, oh God damn. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for what could be the, the greatest Joe Biden moment ever? Here we if go. you get any questionable calls, 
please tell us by going to report fraud, report fraud, D-O-T-F-T-C dot gov. He spelled out dot. Oh, my God, this guy is getting worse. Please tell us by going to report fraud, report fraud, D-O-T-F-T-C dot gov. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I swear his potential presidential portrait in the gallery should be a shoe slipping on a banana peel. Oh, this is so fantastic. This is so great that he spelled out D-O-T. Oh, my God. Come on, Joe. You're making it too easy. I'm a professional, Joe. You got to put a little bit of a little bit of toughness in there to where I have to work for it. Reading that website reminds me of Johnny Lawrence trying to understand the internet and spelling out websites to kids when he was recruiting. It reminds me of Jim from Taxi when they asked him, "What does the yellow light mean? Slow down." What? Does the yellow light mean? Slow down. What? (laughs) That's who he is. He is Jim from Taxi. By the way, before I I, I miss out on this, did you see James Corden got called out? The late, late show host got called out at, I guess, a pretty fancy restaurant in New York. The owner of the restaurant called him a cretin of a man. Uh, let's see. Uh, the guy went to Keith McAnally. Uh, James Corden is a usually gifted comedian, but a tiny cretin of a man. And the most abusive customer to my Balazar server since the restaurant opened 25 years ago. I don't often 86 a customer. Today, I 86 Corden. It did not make me laugh. Wow. Two uh, in- incidents happened. Let's see. Outburst. The first included an incident in which the late show with James Corden host found a hair in his food. Get us another round of drinks this second. And also take care of this, uh, all of our drinks so far. This way, this way I write any nasty reviews and Yelp or anything like that, Corden alleges told the floor manager. Uh, I, you know what? This is what I, uh, this is, James Corden. You are a celebrity. I, I will give you that. And and you're 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 a decent celebrity, but you, you're a talk show host. You you you're not that guy. You're not that guy that can whip it out at a restaurant. You are not. You are not Tom Cruise. You might know Tom Cruise, but you are not Tom Cruise, my friend. I don't buy it. A pampered, spoiled, unnecessary elevator celebrity acting like a diva. That never happens. No shit. I just love the fact that James Corden gets called out. Let's deport his ass. Since he's not coming back for the late show, fuck him. James, go to this website, American Airlines DOT.com. I think that's what we should all start doing is spelling out the word dot. D-O-T, calm. 
Man, oh man, this guy is just a fucking, he is such a fucking dumpster fire. Oh, and speaking of dumpster fires, there's this asshole again. Let's remind everybody what he once said. First of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. That's not true. Actually, this is what you said. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Nothing to do with me, says Anthony Fauci. He says that school closures during the pandemic have had del- uh, del- delirious col- uh, collateral consequences, but refuses to take blame. Joe Fauci, or Anthony Fauci refused to take blame for school closures and insisted he always pushed for schools to stay open. Well, let's just go ahead and check the... That, that's a lie. The interview also revealed that Fauci has a pillow bearing his own face and a quote credited to himself on an armchair in his living room. Now, does he have a God complex? Well, I don't know. Let's just, uh, yes, yes, yes. The answer is yes. Well, he didn't say lockdown. He said close. Very, very true. Very true. And if he's going to play fast and loose like that, well, I tell you what. He said, I don't want to use the word mistake when it came to being locked down. Uh, because if I do, it gets taken out of context that you're asking me the question on. I would say that we should realize and re- have realized that there will be delirious collateral coincidences, consequences when you do something like that. Fauci then noted that the death count for kids, which started stand at about 1,500, is significantly less than the older populations and claimed that he would have advocated to keep schools open. But he didn't. You see, this is the problem with him. He didn't, and we have it on tape. First of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Now, does that include schools? Well, are they in the country? Well, I guess they would be. Something stuck with me yesterday when Tommy was talking about this. And we have. We've ruined an entire generation. They're not going to get that two years back. And by the way, by the way, it's been more than two years. It's been two years since it. And we're still not back. I don't know how much longer it's going to take. I said yesterday five years. I mean, it, it took us 10 years to get out of the Great Depression, and that, that was thanks to a war also. Um, we haven't bounced back as society. We will. I don't know when, but we will. And I don't know how, but we will because that's what we do. Just save trouble with dumb fuckery and say Joe Fauci combines Joe and Tony in one asset decorated with retarded wallpaper. Shutdown versus lockdown, completely different, LOL. I I just... 
and I don't know what generation this is called that, that was locked in. I, I don't know if they're Gen Zers. But, man, we, we owe them. I mean, I feel bad for them. We don't really owe them anything, but uh, but we do feel I I do feel bad for them. Breaking news this morning's dumpage quite amazing. Carry on. Well, well, hold on a second, Alicia. Dropping deuces. Okay, there you go. Boy, Meghan Markle's blasting out all the big celebrities now. Meghan Markle says she was treated like a bimbo, but wants Lilibet to aspire higher. In latest podcast with Paris Hilton. I, I, I mean, seriously, you're going to do it? Well, I'm sure Spotify's happy about that. So, uh, you got back from England? You're going to break any news on that? No, we're going to have Paris Hilton on. Can't wait to have Freckle Talk with Lindsay Lohan. Mm, now, that's that's the biggest one right there, Scott. My daughter lost uh, half of her senior year, including prom and graduation activities. I want you to think about all those kids. Think about the kids that missed their senior year in football. Senior year in all sports. Senior year in general. It was just taken away from. Uh, what's next? Fauci going to take credit for ending the war on drugs by making drugs legal? You don't want to ask what's next with that guy because he probably will. With Paris Hilton, so it was the horror edition of the podcast. Well, I can't imagine why you were treated like a bimbo. You were in low-cut outfits, and you're holding briefcases on TV for a washed-up comedian at the time. Uh, let's see, all signs point to bimbo. And now you have the world's biggest bimbo on, Paris Hilton. Did Paris Hilton ever even grow up? I know that she's, like, DJing now, which... Don't get me started on that shit. Do you want to know what she does? This is what she does. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Because I like to pull the curtain back and expose things because I'm a dick that way. Um, let me start with this. In radio, if you hear a radio station calling somebody and they don't mention that they're with the radio station and you're live on the air, the call is fake. Every single time, the call is fake. Um... Because they can't do it. Legally, they can't do it. So that, that, that I'm pulling that curtain back. I'm going to pull the curtain back on DJs. Now, some of them will sit at their computers, and they'll put these beats together, and they'll mix it all in together. I imagine some of them on stage get into it and do some scratching and stuff. But, you know, they have those laptops up there, and all they have to do is hit play. And then they can just act like they're dancing around, spinning shit, and it's a perfect set. Don't try with me. Don't, don't even try. People go crazy for that shit. 
And hey, good for them. Good for them. But it's all recorded. Saying she, uh, she's saying bimbo like that's a bad thing. Bimbo would be a step up for her. Amen to that. Speaking of, uh, oh, well, we were talking about Meghan Markle there. We got to talk about one of her best friends in the entire world. Lifelong friends, her and George Clooney. Remember that? Remember they, the, the, the Cloonies were at the wedding. Well, George Clooney, first of all, is speaking about American politics, and I just need to say something real quick. Shut the fuck up. You live in Italy. You live with your wife who loves anal because her, wife, her name is anal. Uh, Amal, A-M-A-L. Damn it, I always miss that. <laughs> the band Jet once described a DJ as a pill-popping jukebox. Best description ever, yeah. So, so Polly D is fake, world-shattered, LOL. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I guess Chris Wallace from CNN now has an HBO show. Why? I don't know. Um, who's talking to Chris Wallace? A very low-rated show. George Clooney claims that Republicans are a threat to democracy and are coercing America. George Clooney said America is going down the wrong path, especially with its political discourse. He lamented how everything jumps up and down and cheers when somebody's owned. But instead of keeping the conversation general, Clooney went all to blame Republicans, focusing on the recent actions of Governor Wheels and Ron DeSantis. Let's send them uh, without any warning, you know, because it's fun to own liberals. We'll send them to Martha's Vineyard, you know, where Obama's people are, and we'll, we'll send them to the vice president's house with no warning. No health, no nothing. So I look at where we are in sort of coursing of our discourse, and I find it to be worrying. Is it kind of like what those people are doing to the residents of South Texas? They just show up, and they're in their backyard? How would you like that, George? How would you like it if you woke up one morning, and you looked out your back window while Anal's sitting over there with your fucking rotten-ass kids, and you're drinking your Nescafe, and you see 50 illegal aliens in your backyard with, wait a second here, see, no warning and no health, no nothing. What then? You going to invite them in? You going to you going to invite them to have some Nescafe? I mean, I from what I understand it's delicious. You're going to blame the Republicans for what they've done to your friends at Martha's Vineyard. Because you're friends with Barack Obama. When she puts on pearls, are those Amal beads? Yes. Yes, they are Amal. A-M-A-L beads. When did... Uh, I, I want to know this. When did becoming an actor make you so smart on politics? I, I, I'm just wondering. Because, you see, George Clooney's never had the fucking balls to run, probably because they'll bring up his facts of life days and the fact that he is a liberal piece of shit.
I've heard Clooney's wife is really easygoing, so she's a loose anal. A-mall, a-mall, A-M-A-L. George doesn't realize by blaming the GOP, DeSantis and Wheels are just going to send immigrants to Italy. <laughs> How awesome would that be? Oh, my God, that would be the most fantastic, epic trip ever. He also attacked Donald Trump, calling him a womanizer. Boy, that's rich. Hey, Kettle, you're black. Calling him a womanizer who was deeply flawed, that he never thought anyone would vote for him in 2016. Well, that just goes to show how stupid you are, George Clooney. I don't think it's as good as some people are afraid, but I'm worried about it, him getting reelected. You know what you could do, George? You could buy a big old piece of property, I don't know, outside of the United States and shut your fucking mouth. Oh, you already have? Okay, bye. See ya. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Hey, George, how are those kids in Darfur doing? <laughs> that did happen to Clooney. They moved from Italy because all the immigrants from the Middle East ran to his town, so they moved. Yeah. What a piece of shit. I, 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 I love these celebrities like George. George Clooney's been quiet for a while, and I'm, kind of, I'm not surprised because he has a new movie that he needs to promote. By the way, this movie will flop just as his last two or three movies have flopped. Because people are over him. They, they, they're over this whole George Clooney, I am everyone. Because you're not. I'd really like to fight George Clooney. I mean, a one-on-one, I don't, I don't need, I, I, I don't need a, 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 a cheap shot. I, I would like to spar up against George Clooney. George Clooney, I am, I am challenging you to an actual fist fight. There you go. What, what's today's date? Today is uh, Tuesday, October 18th, in the year of our Lord, 2022. I am throwing the gauntlet out there. We can have it bare knuckle. We can go MMA style. We can go street. I, I, I don't care. I don't care. I'm ready to fight you. I'm re- I am ready. You can have Pitt in your corner. You can tag Pitt in if you want. I won't do a lot of damage to Brad because I still kind of like Brad, and he keeps his mouth shut politically. But bring in the rest of your 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 crew of idiot libbers. Only way a Clooney movie makes money nowadays is the word "oceans" is in front of it. Oh, and they're talking about doing yet another one of those. Oh, 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 oh! There's a there's another story I want to do about Joe Biden. I'm sorry, I got to go back to Joe Biden here real quick. Um, and Hunter, do you remember back in the debates? You remember, I I know I'm asking you to go way back in time here. Let's see. That's 2016-ish. You remember the debates where, where, where Donald Trump, no, this is 2020. I'm sorry, 2020. Um, where Donald Trump was debating with Joe Biden and he brought up, the fact that Hunter got a bunch of money from 
the mayor of Russia or Moscow, and everybody was laughing that off. Emails reveal that Hunter Biden's real estate company received $40 million investment from a Russian oligarch, Yelena Baturina, the billionaire widow of corrupt Moscow mayor who also paid the president's son $3.5 million for consulting. Well, now wait a second. Now wait a second. I thought that was all poppycock. I thought that was all bullshit. No, no, no wife of a mayor ever gave my son three and a half million dollars. Well, according to emails obtained by the press, Hunter and Baturna's financial relationship was far more extensive than previously known. I believe Donald Trump said something about that at the debates, but it was all just laughed at and washed underneath. Oh, that Donald Trump, he's crazy. Oh, just grab somebody by the pussy. Joe Biden says something. The fucking the, the Department of Justice fucking runs to investigate. Donald Trump, who was the sitting president of the United States, said that and nobody fucking lifted a finger. So everything Trump was investigating became true. Well, I don't know if he was investigating that or if he was actually just mentioning that. What, something from the past came back to be true about Biden? Weird. I know, isn't it strange? Isn't it, isn't it crazy? I just wanted to get that story out there to let you know that Donald Trump wasn't lying about that. It was true. Now, let's say that you got a kid, and you know that this kid is going to be picked on. He's going to be, he, he, he's going to be the dork of the class. You know it. And you just want him to find his way in this world? Well, Wharton College. America has gotten their wokest degree, and it is from Wharton Business School. It offers a $118,000 per year course in diversity, equity, and inclusion. God almighty, that just sounds terrible. The program was established because of the student body's interest in the areas of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Oh, fuck, all you gotta do is look at the president's cabinet. The Horton Business School is an arm of the University of Pennsylvania, which is a part of the Ivy League. It is Donald Trump and Elon Musk's alma mater. One of the founders said the program would help to mobilize business to address social problems, incidents, or to our civilization. The announcement of the program comes both as Florida and Texas politicians continue their efforts to thwart woke politics from college campuses. That was the whole big deal behind Ukraine and Trump quid pro quo thing they tried to impeach Trump for, but he was right. Well, well, they did. They, they impeached him for so much shit. 
Because those are qualities that get shit done. Yeah, I, I know. I, and this is the perfect. This is the perfect degree for your loser kids. Ask family, I ain't talking to you. Y'all ain't got loser kids. Y'all got winner kids. I'm talking to these people that are listening over your ears right now. Listening, you know, didn't pay for it. Steelers. Your kids are a bunch of losers. When you let your kids stay at home for the dumbest reason, they have the sniffles, your kid is a loser. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Aren't we taught inclusion like in kindergarten? And now we have a degree, 118 grand a year to take this class. Are you guaranteed a job in the in the Biden White House cabinet? Let's see, what do you look like? Okay, you're kind of fruity looking. We'll put you in charge of some gay stuff. I mean, it, it seems like that's the way the cabinet's done. Uh, all right, Mayor Pete, let's see. You said some decent things about me on the campaign trail. We're going to make you the Secretary of Transportation. Oh, you don't even drive. Okay, that's wonderful. I'm still stunned at your earlier statement about concert DJs. So you mean to tell me that the likes of Skrillex and DJ Khaled are talentless losers? Get the fuck out. The more you know, I guess. I mean... See, I had that realization happen to me, Christopher, when I saw... uh, I used to uh, take listeners on these trips. And it was right after I got sober, so they were tough. The Miller Genuine Giraffe Blind Date. And we got to go to Chicago. And I'll never forget sitting in this, this club. And literally, there are uh, 150 people at this show. Okay? And, and it's in a decent-sized club. There's plenty of room to, to move around and stuff. We get to Chicago. The next day, the Rolling Stones were playing Soldier Field. And everybody on the bus thought it was the Rolling Stones. But they were too stupid to realize that the Rolling Stones' entire tour was paid for by Bud Light and here we are on a Miller Genuine Draft Blind Date. So it's not going to be the Rolling Stones. So the opening band came out, and it was the Chemical Brothers. Now, I did not know at the time who the Chemical Brothers were, nor did I care. And I watched these two asshats just dance around on stage playing already mixed music. And I'm sitting there going, "This all you got to do is put a CD in, and you're good to go. Because they don't want to mess up. And then the concert itself turned out to be David Bowie. So I got to see David Bowie with 150 people. Pretty cool. Uh, So if you're a straight white man, are you ineligible for this degree? Pretty much, yes. Yeah, they won't even probably let you in that college if you're a straight white man. When you have to let someone identify by a Dr. Seuss rhyme, this is getting out of hand. Identify as a red fish. I'm a blue fish. I'm two fish and one person. Yeah, fucking hey. It's gotten, look, look. Our world has gotten that stupid. 
our world has gotten to be where you just sit there and you, you, you think to yourself, oh, my God, we shouldn't be having to talk about this, yet we're talking about it. There's a degree in place now that teaches you about diversity and equity. To say I weep for this country is an understatement. I mean, I, 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 I guess something bad is going to have to happen, and I don't want this to happen, but I guess something really, really bad is going to have to happen to where we finally do come together as Americans. I don't know what it is, and I don't want to say what I think it could be, Swoosh, that's exactly what the uh, that to us is in the alphabet community, yeah. Uh, oh, what do I think it's going to be? Well, I like I said, I don't really want to say. What I think will be the thing that brings us together is if Vladimir Putin does do his his worst. If he does his bidding and he shoots a nuclear bomb off, I think that will be the thing. I don't want to get into all that. I mean, that that right there is, to me, it's the end of the world kind of talk if a guy shoots off a nuclear bomb. Because who's he aiming it at? Is he aiming it at Ukraine? If he aims it at Ukraine, it's not the end of the world. It's the end of Russia. Because I think it was I, I think it was Christopher last week that said even China won't back them up on that play. And I tend to think he's he's kinda right on that. But if Vladimir Putin wants to take down the rest of the world with him, I think that's the one thing that could bring America back together. I just I I I think that calls for too much carnage though. But you have to be Native American in order to be two S, unless of course you identify as American. I I identify as everything. Speaking of China, China's Xi Jinping grabs more power, pushing Asia closer to war. Well, that's lovely. Uh, at this point, there is nothing that can bring us together. If Putin launches a nuke, the extreme MAGA heads will say Ukraine deserved it. If he nukes us, say a Florida city, the left wackos will say DeSantis deserved it. Fuck, even an alien invasion wouldn't unite us. I, I disagree with you. I mean, I can see a lot of those things happening, but I think it would take something like that. To get us to try to come together. An alien invasion would definitely bring us together. I think that'd be kind of... Well, you'd have all the people going, see, we told you so. Uh, I guess they handed all the communistic power over to, to President Xi Jinping... Uh, the 20th National Congress, which started on Sunday, the Congress's first plenum, uh, which convenes immediately after Congress ends, the members of the new 
Standing committee will be revealed as they walk from behind a curtain. Everyone expects Z to lead the pack as the ruler for the next year, five years. Moreover, most think he'll be able to exercise essentially unrestrained power during this term. We'll see. We'll see. See, John, I, uh, let's see. If Putin does uh, that, then all the libs in their bunkers that live will have a target on their backs and would join, and, uh, and, and it would just turn them into a, a purge on Congress. That would be a beautiful you know, reuniting. Smug John Stewart, his latest reminder of show uh, how so-called experts aren't always right. Yeah, he got served the other day. He was doing some kind of interview, and he was talking about, and he was being very smug about the World Health Organization and the CDC. And the person that he was being smug to worked in those organizations. He said, yeah, we were wrong about that. Now what? The current nuclear warheads can take out the entire eastern seaboard with one bomb. Yeah. Except I might take out the known motherfuckers that voted all those libs into power. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Ooh, hey, do we, do we really have this? Is, is this real story here? Oh, oh, goodness. I didn't see this earlier. Where did this come from? All right. Gal's halfway decent looking. Here we go. We got a little teacher sex here. Former Ohio school teacher. Hold on a second here. Uh, and softball coach. Shocking. Has pled guilty to charges related to a sexual relationship with a student. After begging the student not to tell authorities about it, Ashley Risen, um, employee at the high school, is facing five years in prison after pleading guilty Wednesday to sexual battery. Uh, she had sex with a 17 year old student. She had sex eight times with a student. They're not saying if it's a boy or a girl. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see if I can figure this out. The alleged crimes happened when the Butler County Sheriff's Office and Rising quit her job at school the same day. Prosecutors say she was not being charged with rape by force. It's believed that she engaged in criminal activity only with one victim. Ooh, is that a younger picture of her there with her tongue out? Hey, now. I don't know if it was girls or guys. She's banging a girl. Well, there's no bow in her hair, so I can't tell if she's a lesbian softballer or not. Damn it. Damn it to hell. Softball coach, so it was a female. So everybody, everybody's, they're down on that. Okay. Um, actually, I, w- I want to read this. I believe this is from uh, Battleborn in Nebraska. I was going to save this for listener mail tomorrow, but I'll read it today. Uh, Brought to you by JS Floors. Well, we'll get into all that stuff tomorrow. 
um, the January 6th Capitol ordeal did not shut down oil pipelines, open the border, print too much money, create inflation, drop the stock market 8,000 points, release criminals in society, try to mandate sexual content to kindergartners, use the FBI and Department of Justice to protect political criminals, let drugs flood across our southern border. Voting and voting a straight Republican ticket has never been more important. Battleborn in Nebraska. Uh, my to this, uh, uh, my add to this is not to tell people how to vote, but research who they are voting for. Keep being you, Arnie. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Battleborn. Um, you're absolutely right. January 6th didn't do any of those things. Well, we're putting a lot of faith in January 6th. January 6th was an awful thing that, that happened. I think it started out correctly. I think it started out as a, uh, a rally for, for Donald Trump, and there are thousands of Americans that were un, unhappy with the election results. And they wanted to go to a place together and, and, and sound off in a nonviolent way. And thousands of Americans did. We knew people that were there. There were members of the Ass family that were there on September 6th. That once the Trump part of it was over, they went back to their hotel rooms. And then a few people, a few people decided that, hey, we want to, we want to, we want to make this so much worse. And we're going to invade. Douglas, I had to look that up, what that day was. May 29th, 2020 was the worst day. And we've got a story that leads off the next break about what happened on that day. That was the day George Floyd was killed. You want to talk about a day that set off riots for an entire summer? May 29th, 2020 is the perfect day to look at. We were shut down as a society due to COVID, and now we had a black guy who was resisting police officers who died in their custody. If January 6th remained off the Capitol grounds and remained just a march, things would have been so different. I agree. Now, look, look, I, I'm in favor of those people who broke into the, the, the building or you say let were let in, whatever. They weren't supposed to be there. They were trespassing. If you want to nail them on trespassing charges, fine. And the only reason they're pushing criminal charges is this prevent them from voting. Otherwise, all the liberals that went to the Supreme Court justices' homes would be arrested and charged the same way. How come nobody talks about that? How come I was the only person in America talking about that? At some points when I was talking about it, I felt dumb. 
that I was talking about. I felt like I was wasting my time, but I, 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 I look back on it, and I wasn't wasting my time. You're going to allow people in this administration and the Department of Justice did, which means they should all lose their jobs, for allowing people to gather and congregate and, and, and have an assembly in front of the Supreme Court Justice's house. That is against federal law. And what's the one thing we ask on this show? Do your fucking job. So if you're breaking a federal law, you should be arrested. Those people marched in the, in, in, inside the Capitol building. They were arrested for breaking a federal law. Why aren't these people arrested? Hmm? Floyd overdosed and died on the 25th. The 29th was the ride at the White House. Oh, I, I don't have anything for that. Uh, it says he was uh, terminating the country's relationship with the World Health Organization. Killing a George. All I have is the killing of George Floyd. So, okay. Mainstream media doesn't talk about 29 because it was all leftist. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I'm not saying that all these people invaded the Capitol are, but I truly believe that Dems have people who pretended to be uh, Republicans do things to make the other party look bad. I'm sure both parties do that. Fun fact, BLM never helped pay off George Floyd's rent to his roommates, nor did they do anything about moving his car two, days, two years later. Candace Owen paid for a year's worth of back rent that he had. And his car moved, uh, had, her, had his car moved for them. She also revealed that his family never came to the residence to get his shit. You remember his brother that was so distraught over his death? Yeah, never came around after 15 minutes of fame. There's a shocker. Why is it that BLM has never sent a kid to college? Why have they never paid for groceries of a, a, a poor black family? Why are they just renting buses and buying houses in expensive areas? Douglas says, I'm going to be watching her. Uh, Alicia, I'm going to watch that documentary tonight. The, the Candace Floyd one. I need to watch that. BLM has collected their enough money to build their own university. They, they truly have. They truly, truly have. Because the CEO is using that money for She bought herself a $6 million house, all that kind of stuff. Um, now to change gears completely, this is the last story of this break. But it's something that I know a lot of people will be interested in because a lot of people love Deadliest Catch. TV show, Deadliest Catch, Discovery Channel, where they follow the crab fishermen. They fish up there in the Bering Sea. Well, seven billion. That that that's with a B. Seven billion. Alaskan snow crabs have disappeared. And the season has been canceled, and the industry might be in ruins. 
Uh, I remember watching that long video and saying, this guy's either on drugs or he's having a heart attack. I was right about both. He had an enlarged heart that made it um, 150 more times to have a heart attack. You add with the fentanyl-laced meth he had, there's your reason for death, Nacho Von's knee on his shoulder. There were two views of, of that, too, by the way. Oh, oh, wait till you hear the first story about what George Floyd's family is doing. Because if you question it, if you question his death anyways, this, they're, they're going to take action against you. Oh, shit, the underwater people are finally pissed off enough to act. Hail Namar. Um, the future of Discovery's biggest franchise is under threat following cancellation of the snow crab season. The industry brings in $200 million a year, but since they all vi- they, they've all vanished over the last year in the Bering Sea, they don't know where they're at. Restaurant owners across the countries are gearing up for shortages and price increase. So if you're a big fan of crab, whoo, is it going to be expensive? Last year, which was considered a slow year, the fleet uh, caught $132 million worth of snow crabs. One fisherman says the cancellation will be life-changing and possibly career-ending. I would check that slimy bastard, Sig Hansen. Sig is not, is Sig slimy? I thought Sig was a good dude. Boy, there's just no way I could be on one of them fishing boats with all with, with as, as much as those guys smoke. I, I don't have a problem with smoking. I chew tobacco and that's fine. But man, those guys, those guys are chimneys. They were perpetrated by the cabal of Maine lobster fishermen. Uh, let's go over here and let, let, let's get these lobsters of the deep water. Are these guys that cheated at the fishing tournament responsible for this? Yeah, those guys from Wisconsin, they did it. I wouldn't be surprised if China and Russia are, are overfishing the area. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be either. China especially. China's going to do, like like I said, you know, with, with President Z getting all this new power, he's just going to start whipping out his teeny little Chinese wiener. He's going to be like, hey, man, fuck y'all. I'm President Z. I'm in, head of, I'm, I'm in charge of communism, man. What I say goes in communism. the hell video am I watching? You're on a real vacation. Go RVing. That's an RVing ad. Okay. No, I will not. Uh, all right. The phone number is 775-357-FANS. If you'd like to write to the show, and we are going to do listener mail tomorrow, please write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. <laughs> It's a mean souvenir, but the ends don't seem to me. Walking around, living the dream, and it's
said, son, now can you sing a little bit more clear? Said, voice might be too genuine, the song's a little too sincere. Can you sing a little more about outlaws and the way things used to be? Told me you just worry about writing them songs, leave everything else to me. Well, my daddy was a highwayman, but he never wrote any old country song. I bought never stayed out of raising hell with the Haggard Jones. But it raised the crowd, come out his daughter, and I'm proud to be her son. She told me, though, I don't care if you hit it big, because you're already number one, and that's the way it goes. Way it goes. This day and age. Day and age. Well, you ain't got to read between the lines. You just got to turn the page. Turn the page. Well, the most outlaw thing. voting on making abortion a part of our constitutional uh, at birth. Now, now, can we all, let, 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 let's all just have a conversation, shall we? Let, 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 let's talk, let, let the adults talk here in the room. When it comes to this uh, vote no on prop, so prop one is to make abortion a, a, a constitutional right in California. Um, so then what you're saying is that there is a constitutional right that's being talked about in California that pretty much says, my body, my choice. Where does Prop 1, where does Prop 1 um, talk about uh, vaccinations? Is there, is, is there anything in, in, in Prop 1 about vaccinations? Because if you're going to make it my body, my choice, and that's a constitutional now amendment in the state of California... You can never force anyone to ever get shots there again. Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. Vote no on everything on this California ballot. 
Well, this one, this one's very intriguing to me. I had no idea that this was even on the ballot, but I'm glad that we're talking about it now. So you want to have abortion on the Constitution? Okay. If you want it to be your body, your choice, then do not ever fucking say another thing to me about taking shots. And if you're dumb enough to come up to me and say, oh, it's a different thing, then you don't deserve to be in my airspace. Because it's not a different thing. Doesn't Prop 1 say you basically rip the baby apart a couple days before delivery? I'm not sure. Hold on. Let's look up this prop, shall we? This is uh, California Prop 1. Let's see. Um, read, uh, reproductive freedom, and initially known as the Senate Constitutional uh, Amendment 10, is California's ballot proposition and the state constitutional amendment that will be voted on. The right to reproductive freedom legislative constitutional amendment amends California's constitution to expressly include the individual's fundamental right to reproductive freedom, which includes the fundamental right to choose or have an abortion and the fundamental right to choose or refuse contraceptives. The amendment does not narrow, does not, does not narrow or limit existing rights to uh, privacy and equal protection under California's constitution. Well, I'm not sure at all what it, it says in there, and this is going to be a large fucking prop, and I don't know if I have time to vote on it. Uh, let's see. The, the cons prop is an extreme law that allows late-term abortions and taxpayers' expense uh, to the moment of birth. Even if the baby is healthy and is in the mother's health, is not threatened. Current California law already guarantees a woman's right to choose, making the extreme and costly proposal unnecessary. So there you go. Look, it's, it, it's legislative prop, <laughs> proposition. That means the government is proposing this, not the people. No, exactly. Once again, once again, if I am so wrong about not your, uh, my body, my choice, please tell me how I'm wrong. Instead of just saying, oh, you're wrong about that, Arnie, please tell me how I'm wrong. I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to listen. Well, you just, uh, okay. Thank you, Alicia, for sending me the other stuff here. Um. <clears throat> It's too bad there's nothing like, <laughs> there's not something like birth control that could be used instead of this. No shit. I mean, you got to think about it. To get pregnant, you really have to, you have to plan to get pregnant. Well, you, uh, no, you don't. You just stick it in and do your business. You can get pregnant that way. I mean, there's, there's shots. You can get shit inserted in you, ladies. Fellas, you can get it fucking, you know, Cut, snipped, whatever. You could wear a condom. You could have anal. You could have oral. There's no babies coming out there. I'll read that in a little bit, Alicia. 
right out of the ballot book. I just find it amazing that they're going to these links to protect that. I want you to think about this. I, I, I want you to really think about this. And this is going to sound like a, an uber right stance on this, but hey, okay, I'll, I'll take it. People are going out of their way to murder children. I just want you to think about that. People are going out of their way to commit genocide, if you will. I have zero problem. I, 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 I don't care. If you want to get abortions all the time, you go right ahead. It's between you and your maker. I, 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 who am I to, to judge you? I, I, you're not somebody I'm going to be around a lot because I, don't, I choose not to be around people like that. And if somebody gets all high and mighty with me, oh, does that mean you're better than me? No, it means that I just don't want to hang around you. You're not a person I want to hang out with. So you want, you, you want to go ahead and do this. You are proposing legislature that allows you to murder babies. I prefer to drink my babies. It's all part of population control. I just, I, I have to shake my head at this stuff. I, I really do. You want to get an abortion, go ahead and get an abortion. Look, look. I, I understand you probably don't want to blow up if you got a chance to take care of the kid early. And, and, and by the way, by the way, I think in Texas, I, is it still just six weeks? I think six weeks is too quick. This is where I think that we should get some people together and they should talk, some smart people, and have a, a, a real-life conversation about how far along they can go before they can abort it. And if you miss that time, then you know what? You don't want to have the baby. You don't have to, have, you don't have to keep the baby. You can give it up to a family that wants to adopt. Yes, yes, it does mean that. I am better than you. My weakest moment in life, I have been better than you in your weakest moment in life. I'll say it. Okay, fair enough. She's right. Fifteen weeks, that's it. Once 16 weeks hit, you're done carrying it. it, it, it you're carrying it. Um, so 16 weeks would be four months. That's almost half the pregnancy. I mean, if you haven't figured it out in four months, then I, I think you've got some other problems going on. I've been very careful to never get pregnant, so I will indeed say I'm better than any of these whores. Yes, Ogre, you are. Oh, all right. Well, I'll keep an eye on this. Has anybody seen any polling on Prop 1? How's Prop 1 doing? Is it going to pass? That's just disgusting. We want to have a constitutional amendment in order to kill babies. And yes, I'm saying it that way because, well, I I, want to be shocking with it. Because that is what an abortion is. I mean, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. 
Let's all let's all put our big boy and girl pants on here and have this discussion now. What is an abortion? It's the termination of a pregnancy. It means you're killing the baby. That's what it means. Now, if you do it in the, the, the first trimester, it sounds like you're safe. Everything's going to be okay. You're going to work it out. You'll have to live with it the rest of your life. I don't care. What makes me sick are these people that wait until the day before and then they do it. That's disgusting. That's murdering a child. Uh, the only polling going on is a porn dude. Uh, let's say, okay, hold on. Douglas just sent me a link. I got to open this. Uh, 71% of California back Proposition 1. No, there you go. Okay. Hey, fantastic. Good for them. This is why California is going down in flames, yeah. That's the argument of pro-lifers. That's not your body. Uh, It's a human life. It's their own body. The sane voters keep moving out of California. Clumps of cells aren't. Oh, that's right. That's all they are, clumps of cells. Hey, if if that's what Californians want, if 71% of voters want that and it passes... That's your new law. It's a, it's a new constitution. You, you have an amendment in your constitution, probably the only constitutional amendment in America that allows you to murder. Because that's what it... It's murder without being charged for. Okay? This, this, this is a crime whose victim is you and the baby. Now, look, look, I'm not going to judge anybody who's ever had one, whoever's going to get one. I am sure it is one of the hardest decisions that you have to make in your entire life. And I respect whatever decision you make, whether you're going to, you're going to carry it or you're going to give it up for uh, adoption, you're going to abort it. I'm sure that you had to wrestle with that idea for the most part. There's a lot of women just get pregnant, go to the abortion clinic. They don't give a shit. I understand it, it's one of these decisions that you make and you just go, oh, my God. Lisa says, I've taken friends to the clinic, and after that, it wasn't the first time they went. I'm not associated with them. It's gross. Take some fucking accountability and responsibility for your actions. At 18, my boyfriend, now husband, paid for me to go to a private doctor to get birth control. Then we found Planned Parenthood, and I got my birth control there until we were ready to have kids. Weird, a couple of stupid teenagers knew what happens when the P <laughs> met with the Vajee. The <laughs> Meanwhile, the crackhead homeless piece of shit whose brain is a pile of mush, which is clump of cells, has more rights than in the unborn. No shit. I'm going to sit back and wait for the defense in this court. Uh, it was just an abortion when they kill somebody. No fucking way in hell 70% say they support this. The that is propaganda to sway the votes. Maybe Ken Dog. I don't I look, I just clicked on the story. I don't know if it's true. I'm not doing any polling, so but does it surprise you the number is that high? It doesn't surprise me. Nothing would happen if you delivered the baby and shot it in the head, right? Oh wrong. That would be you would be in trouble. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. 
So if a fetus is just a clump of nonsense of cells, what in the fuck do you call Joe Biden? How could I be the president of the United States of America? What a stupid son of a bitch. Really is. I mean, that's right, California. Uh, you can't shoot someone who breaks into your home, but you can murder an innocent baby. Wait, you can't shoot people that break in your home anymore in California? They changed that law? I thought you could still defend your house. You just got to kill them dead. Look, look, look. To all, all Californians that, who have guns and want to protect your house, they, I, look, I got this from law enforcement guys, and they would never ever say they told me this, but I would never say which ones told me this. The simple fact of the matter is, if somebody breaks in your house, you kill them. You fucking kill them. The end. Because survivors tend to sue. Somebody breaks in my house, wants to do bad things to my family or steal from me, I'm going to go out of my way to kill that person. So if the man doesn't want the kid, but the woman does, he can uh, call upon his constitutional right for an abortion. Ooh, swoosh, swoosh. I was waiting for somebody. Let's go down this road, shall we? I don't mind going down this road at all, by the way. Because I think this is a fascinating conversation to have. Because it's a fascinating topic. Men pretty much have no say when it comes to the abortion. Pretty much have no say. So if a girl decides to keep the baby or have an abortion, that's her say. And then the guy has to be along for the ride. Now, I've heard this in, by more eloquent people than me. What if the guy doesn't want to have the baby? Where's his rights in this? Where's his rights to say, I just want to walk away? Because there are plenty of guys out there who have wanted to have the baby and the, the girl aborts the fetus. And I'm sure there are plenty of guys who out there who are raising children they never, ever wanted to raise. I'm not going to use the word fair because life is not fair. But where's the equality there? Uh, let's see. 70% need to watch a video of an unborn baby fighting off the syringe that's about to kill them. Tell me that's not a human being with inalienable rights. Some places have a duty to treat even if you're in the house. No, you have to feel like you're the in danger, which I would if someone broke in my home, but if they try to lock me up, I can hold them at gunpoint and then call the police. If I have a weapon or charge me, I can shoot. Oh, they, they'd, they'd have a weapon in their hands at some point. My body, my choice, his wallet, no choice. From when the guy broke in my house, I asked officers if I had, uh, if I had killed the guy. They gave me the thumbs up and says, Fresno, you're good. Oh, absolutely. Shit. You could have probably killed him inside of a fucking Vaughn's grocery store, and they would have given you the thumbs up. Yeah, you're fine. It's Fresno. 
shit in Stockton, they do it right there on the streets. Well, this is this is an interesting topic. This prop one, I had no idea about it. Man, oh man! All right, we're gonna move on. We 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 have a lot of Kanye news today, which is something I never thought I would say on this show. Get ready for your Kanye segment. Kanye might be getting sued. I know that's a shocker. But wait till you hear who it's from. The family of George Floyd is threatening to sue Kanye for saying that George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose during a podcast where the rapper also implied Kris Jenner had sex with Drake. No, that was that was a fine derailment. I appreciate that one. I, I love those. Ron Paul wrote about abortion and, and how he saw one baby let to die. Another one who was in the doctor's tide that he could keep it alive. And he under, wondered why we had the choice to who gets to live. Christopher in Albuquerque, the cops would get pissed off for doing their job. They love to shoot first and ask questions here. Civil rights activist and attorney Lee Merritt said George Floyd's family was considering suing Kanye West over his claim that Floyd died from a fentanyl overdose instead of police brutality. West made the claim while appearing on Revolt TV's Drink Champs podcast while giving a glowing review of Candace Owens' documentary, The Greatest Lie Ever Told. Merritt said the Floyd family considered West's comments to undermine them and their fight, although he conceded that it's not possible to defame someone who is dead. West also ranted that the Jewish media, oh boy, no, no, Kanye, the Jewish media blocked a recent interview that he did with, on HBO's The Shop with the show's co-host saying that the rapper's segment was pulled because of his use of hate speech. By the way, uh, the co-host of that show is one LeBron James. LeBron is editing Kanye? Oh, my. He also, this is on the same podcast. He also reiterated a claim that the Louis Vuitton designer Virgil Abdul's death was due to the famed fashion house. And said, and then close things out with Jewish people have owned the black voice. Oh, Kanye. Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Oh. It is a well-known fact that West was suffocated by police. Did he, did he get choked out? I, I didn't know Kanye got choked out. I might have to watch this. I, I, I want to find this when Kanye says, they hit Floyd with the fentanyl. If you look, the guy's knee wasn't even on his neck like that. They said he screamed for his mama. Mom was his girlfriend. It's in the documentary.
Uh, let's see. Uh, Dr. Andrew Baker, the chief medical examiner who did the Floyd autopsy, said the Floyd died after police subdued restraint and neck compression caused his heart and lungs to stop. He said heart disease and drug use were factors, but not the top-lying causes. Here's a guy who's just losing his fucking... He's losing all sense of reality. I mean... When is Kanye going to make a buddy cop movie with Mel Gibson? They're fighting over who gets to be the anti-Semitic one in the movie. I, I just... I, I don't even know what to say about this guy anymore. He is such a whack job. I mean... That's just the first story we have on him, though. We have two more stories to go. Right, so, yeah, we have an almost Grady Judd-level sheriff department when it comes to the Second Amendment. But, you know, if somebody attacks you and you know karate, you're going to have to eye on. Well, that, that, I mean, that's the way to do it. I mean... If a man comes to attack you and you know Kung Fu, you're going to hi ya him, right? Uh, of course. Nathan, call 911. You know I don't speak Spanish. I mean, seriously. Ken Dog, okay, what did you send me, Ken? What did you send here? Let's see. No life-threatening injuries identified. Oh, is, is this the actual thing? Oh, th this is the actual fucking autopsy report? No life-threatening injuries identified. That's number one thing circled. Blood draw, uh, let's see, fentanyl had in there, norofentanyl, methamphetamine. Um, yeah, all kinds of shit in his fucking blood. I read that Joe Biden had a job once a security guard and said, Nathan, call 912. I feel like the Kardashians really do a doozy on their men. I'm waiting for Corey, the guy Chris is dating, to have a moment. Well, I, well, look what Chris did. Chris, Chris fucking had Bruce chop his own cock off. Chloe sent Lamar Odom into a gas station to buy hard-on pills, and the man had a stroke. Chris Humphreys bounced out of the NBA. Reggie Bush bounced out of the NFL. Both dated Kim. Pete Davidson's making shitty Taco Bell commercials now. The curse is real, people. There's only been one of them to kind of avoid it, and that's Courtney. I mean, even the younger ones. Look at look at the younger one, Travis Scott. He he's got people getting trampled to death at his concerts. All right, so that, that's the first story on ye. Kanye is such just, I don't even know where I want to go. Let, let, let's go to this. This is, this is even scarier now. 
Kanye West is going to acquire the social media platform Parlor. Wait a second. Parlor? Is Parlor the one that Donald Trump tried to set up and, and, and get to use? Or was this the one before Trump's? Remember, because people wanted to join Parlor because it was conservative and yet nobody went to it? Does he think he's the next coming of Elon Musk? Parent, Parler's parent company announced a deal on Monday saying that West made a groundbreaking move into free speech media space and will never have to fear being removed from social media again. Well, yeah, because he's the owner. The Kardashians aren't a family. They're a demon clan from some fucked up ninja anime story. Chris Humphreys was retarded, though. Oh, absolutely he was. That guy was slow. He was on a spectrum. Ain't no pussy good enough to get burnt while I'm up in it, Snoop Dogg. He tried to warn those guys about the Kardashians. Poor Trump owned by Dan Bongino. I like Dan Bongino. I like him a lot. Oh, God almighty. All right, so exact terms were not disclosed, but uh, Paro said it must still enter into a definitive agreement with West and expects to close in the fourth quarter. Parler's parent company, Parliament Technologies, remain involved by providing technical services that... So now Kanye is going to think that he's Mark Zuckerberg. Oh. Now he's going to think he's somebody else. Truth Social. Oh, okay. Truth Social is Trump's. Okay. All right. My bad. My bad. This was the one that Dan Bongino started. Okay. All right. Well, good. Dan Bongino's going to get paid. As well as he deserves to. Like I said, I like Dan Bongino. But Kanye West now owns a social media company. That's scary. That is scary. All right, final story on Kanye here, I promise. (laughs) Let me read this for you. Kanye West claims Kim Kardashian's sex confession with Pete Davidson was spurred on by Jewish Zionists as he doubles down on his anti-Semitic claims. The rapper claimed it's Jewish Zionists that's about that life, that's telling this Christian woman that has four black children to put that out as a message. Um... He, on that same podcast, see, this is the thing. People want him on podcast because he is gold. Claim that Kim discussing her sex life with Pete alluded to the Jewish Zionist practice. West was referring to a scene on the Kardashians in which Kim spoke about how she slept with Pete in front of a fireplace in tribute to her grandmother. That's not weird. 
He told the show's host, we Jews, so we can't be anti-Semite. First of all, I need my stadiums back. The 78 media outlets that called me an abuser when I was trying to get Pete Davidson away from my kids that was tattooing my kid's name on him. Skeet. Kim is a Christian. I just saw on on TMZ that Pete Davidson and Kim had sex by the fireplace to honor their grandmother. It's Jewish Zionists. That's about that life. This is my final. This is my final ye story of the day. Can can he just? He can't take the loss, brother. You lost her. She ain't coming back. And you're so fucking weird and sketchy now that I wouldn't want kids around you. I watched that episode, and she was telling her grandmother this so fucking weird. Yeah, who donates a fuck to granny? I want to have sex with you because... My grandmother had sex in front of a fireplace. All the times you've had sex, Kim, you ain't never had sex in front of a fireplace. I find that hard to believe. I mean, Granny, we did it for you. Boy, he nailed me in the ass just for you. That's not one you want to tell your grandmother. Mm-mm-mm. Fucking Kanye. She said she was telling Pierre that her grandmother told him that you have a really, uh, you, you have a really live life. If you have sex in front of a fireplace, so they had sex in front of a fireplace, and she told her grandma that she did it in her honor. Fucking weirdos. That's a family that just is, they're far too close. I'm, didn't they, like, check each other's vaginas out in an episode a long time ago? Hey, you don't need to be doing that with your kin. Yeah, no, I can't, I can never see Patty ever coming down. Hey, Arnie, will you take a look at my pus real quick? No, I, I I don't want any of that. Thank you. Good God. Now, this next story, this is a very, very bittersweet story. Um, and it's a sad story to report that uh, Kurt Busch has announced he's stepping away from full-time racing on the NASCAR circuit. I'm not upset because I'm a Kurt Busch fan. Far from it. I've never been a Kurt Busch fan. I could care less about Kurt Busch. I think it sucks his career is over because of too many concussions. But here's the really sucky part. Kurt Busch is the final driver to ever race Dale Earnhardt. That's still on the NASCAR circuit. Everybody now on NASCAR circuit never raced when Dale Earnhardt drove. Dale Earnhardt, easily the greatest race car driver of all time. Easily. Second to absolutely none. 
Oh, I, I, I'll march you. I, look, look, you want to talk Andretti's? You want to talk about Richard Petty? That's fine. Richard Petty cheated. Dale Earnhardt is the greatest race car driver to ever drive a fucking car. The end. And it, it's sad now that 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 tie that they had to NASCAR is now gone. It's really sad that it was Kurt Busch that was the tie to NASCAR. But uh, he, uh, he announced his, uh, effectively, it is a retirement. He's not going to race full-time. He's still going to maybe race every now and then. But it looks like he's stepping away, and it's a, a bittersweet end to a NASCAR story. Oh, I, I won't eat. That was the wor- one of the worst sporting events of all time. Easily one of the worst sporting events of all time is when Dale went into that wall. It's very, very sad. And it looked like nothing. That was the whole thing. He hit the wall, and we're like, yeah, he hit the wall. Yeah, he almost won. And then he died. A little question here to ask. Uh, and, and, and seriously, seriously. I know we do not like LeBron James. We don't like sports right now. A lot of us don't like. I just want to know. He is chasing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record. If he breaks the scoring record, I mean, the scoring record is a big deal, right? The all-time leading scorer in basketball history could be LeBron James. Does that elevate him at all? I'm just wondering. Does that make him closer to to Jordan? I I personally don't think it does. He's been in the league for, what, like 20-plus years? And when you're that much of a ball hog, of course you're going to score that much. I I just saw the headline, you know. uh, Will LeBron break the NBA scoring record? I think if he does, he'll get credit for it. But we don't, a lot of us don't look at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and say he's the greatest player to ever play the game. Kareem was a great player. Top 10, possibly, sure. Unstoppable skyhook. And he actually won championships. Won't be impressed if he won a game, flew a plane home with uh, on, on an onboard epidemic, then won the next day, then I'd be impressed. Yeah, yeah, he, he's no Jordan. He's definitely no... Jordan at all. What else did I see in here? R.I.P. Roger Murdoch. (laughs) You tell your old man what it's like dragging lame beer up and down the court for 48 minutes. Oh, it's such a great movie, Airplane. Yeah, I, I just saw this LeBron thing. I'm just, ah, whatever. 
You know what would have been really funny is if the Cowboys would have won the other night against the Eagles. I had I had this whole thing ready to go. Um, if the Cowboys had beaten the Eagles, were y'all ready to call the Cowboys the best team in the NFL? Because they would have beaten the only undefeated team, and they only have one loss. I think it's an interesting dichotomy. Uh, Zach just texted my issue with him getting this record is how the rules have changed to benefit offense since Williams has been. Oh, God. Oh, I mean, you can't hack anybody. I mean, Michael Jordan used to get fucking all but raped going down the middle. Look, see, this is the hard part about being a sports fan and being an older sports fan is that, of course, you like to compare the different genres, the different eras. And there is truly no way to to clearly say that Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time because he didn't play in an era where, as Troy Aikman said, they had dresses. Back in Aikman and, 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 and all those guys, even Terry Bradshaw's day, they didn't have rules that protected the quarterback. You could hit the you could hit the quarterback any way you wanted to, and they did. And some guys, you know what? There was a season. We, as the collective football fans that aren't Niner fans, probably you could have another Super Bowl ring. Wasn't there a year that the Giants? It was a playoff game, and you just just destroyed Joe Montana. The Giants, like, they, they concussed him in the game early, and Giants went on to win, and that might be the Super Bowl they won against the Bills. But if Joe Montana wasn't concussed, holy shit, they might win another Super Bowl. I'm calling it. Someone will find out Dak was tipping the Eagles off on pass plays to get his job back. I was talking about this yesterday. Brady Kid and I were talking about this. This plan worked out perfectly for the Cowboys because you ain't gonna throw you ain't gonna throw Dak back in, who looked like shit in his first game of the season against probably the best team in the NFL, which makes me sick to say about the Eagles. And it turns out he's got a fucking patty cake game next week. We got the Lions and then the Bears. There's two games that he can there's his preseason right there. Joe Theismann leg agrees with that statement. Different rules. Amen to that. And if the quarterback was hurt somewhere, that's where you hit him. Hell, they had a fucking bounty out on Troy Aikman in an Eagles game that I went to. He and Louis Zendejas, the kicker, they left. Zendejas had left the Eagles in free agency to go to the Cowboys. Buddy Ryan took out a fucking bounty on both of them. And they tried to get Aikman in the end zone that we were sitting in, and their big, gigantic fight started. Wasn't this old friendly league where everybody trades jerseys after games? They're hugging each other and helping each other up on plays. All I got to say about that is fags. When Dak loses to the Lions, is there controversy in Dallas? (sighs) 
Swoosh, the answer is no. Of course there's no controversy. There's no controversy because you pay him $40 million a year. Look, look, I might have had some fun with Cooper Rush saying he's Tom Brady 2.0. But if you watch that game Sunday night, you got to see all the areas where, where Cooper Rush is flawed. And I like Cooper Rush. I think he's a, a hard-working guy who's, who's just living his best life right now, living his dream getting to be quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. He doesn't throw that well on the run. And if the run game isn't working, he's not going to beat you with his arm. He's just not. He made a bunch of mistakes in the last game, threw to some areas he shouldn't have thrown to. A couple of the interceptions were, were tipped. And those are hard for me to say that those are the, the quarterback's complete fault on. There, there, was a quarter, there was an interception he threw that was totally his fault. But I think the controversy doesn't start unless Dak loses to not only the Lions, but then to the Bears. If he loses both those games, there will be a giant controversy. I don't want that to happen. Wait, Arnie, you're making me miss the last great era of the NFL? Why am I making you miss it? Wait, wait, what did I do? What? How am I making you miss the last great era of the NFL? Oh, back when quarterbacks were men? Okay. I get that. Oh, I miss it too. Oh, bully, I, I miss the NBA the way it was played. I miss Major League Baseball. You know what I really miss? I miss watching hockey fights. I love that in the playoffs, these guys have these gigantic beards they've been growing throughout the entire playoffs. You've kept that tradition alive, but you still don't fight? What's wrong with you, pussy? What, did you read Wayne Gretzky's book? Well, watch out for that Bears offense. Not sure if your defense will hold up. I, I, I can only hope. I just have to laugh at that. Um, in a story that I am just so happy has been written, this makes my day. This totally makes my day. I drafted Dak on my fantasy team. I need him to ball out. My team is called California Dumpster Fire, and we haven't won a game. Um, journalist Isaac Grafstein. He is a, uh, a journalist. Let's see. And he, uh, he's also gay. He's a gay journalist. Uh, he wrote in a magazine called Common Sense recently. Billed as the first gay rom-com from a major Hollywood studio... The movie Bros is a flick that is preachy, self-indulgent, indulgent, and a dumpster fire. Really? This is coming from a gay man writing about the movie Bros, which 
the star of the movie, Billy Einstein, or, or what, what, what's this guy's name, Billy Eichner, said people didn't see it because they're homophobic. Well, this guy, he's not homophobic. He, he's quite, he loves the gays. He's one of them. And he describes it as a preachy, self-indulgent dumpster fire. The two long hours are replete with partisan finger-wagging, lamentations about erasure and performance apologies from Bobby Eichner's character in the movie for being a cis white guy. Um, let's see. Uh, he said straight people, especially in certain parts of the country, that'd be the South. Uh, go ahead and say us, the South. Won't show up for bros. Yeah, probably right. The film is the first uh, Alphabet Mafia romantic comedy. And I'm just happy to see that a gay writer decided to fucking put this on blast. That's fantastic. I, I never thought, I, I really, really, I, the, the, to pull the, the curtain back for you guys, I never thought I'd see the day when you get actors or writers that come out and they blame their flop of a movie on homophobia. They blame their flop of a movie on racism, i.e. Viola Davis. And y y you know what? Here's the best part. This is, this is the best part to me is because Hollywood is so um, blindsided by this. Hollywood will listen to Billy Eisner. Hollywood will listener will listen to Viola Davis. And they will continue to put movies like this out. They'll continue to put movies like Bros out. And the reason they're going to do it is because they're going to force you to accept that. They are going to force it down your throat that you have to not only accept the fact that it's a part of our culture, but now you're going to have to pay to go see it. Otherwise, you're going to get canceled if you don't go see it. I don't know about you, but I, I do miss, you know, Zach wants to talk about missing the old NFL. I miss the old days of America where, you know, not necessarily everybody took responsibility, but they took enough of it. And we didn't have page-long, you know, stories about how a gay man thinks that a movie, a, a romantic comedy between gays only, is going to draw a lot of money in this country. Now, let me help you gay people. If you truly want to see a movie not flop, then you're going to have to put two stars in the movie that aren't gay. Or you're going to have to put two stars in the movie that are gay, and they're going to have to go at it. But I think if you were to put guys in the movie that weren't gay, if you were to put 
this movie Bros, if you were to make it and have it star Brad Pitt and Zac Efron, oh, I'm betting it would have sold a whole lot more tickets. You want to make money? Tits and explosions. Kind of a proven formula. Very, very true. But you're not going to have tits or explosions in a gay movie. I'm just saying. If you want to be successful, you better get some eye candy in there because Billy Eichner is not eye candy. Get Leonardo DiCaprio to star with Jared Leto in a gay movie. I bet you that breaks box office records. I'm not. I'm not even making that up. I will. Um, you know what? I, I will say it. I guarantee. If that was the movie Bros, if it was, if it was Jared Leto and Leonardo DiCaprio boofing, that movie's gonna make a hundred million dollars over the weekend. Are you are you saying gay porn doesn't have explosions? Oh, you may get an explosion, but it's not the one you want to see. Very, very true. Very, very true. You might get caught off guard with that. Now, there's a, a, a lost teacher in Spain has recently re- released this story. It's pretty fucking awesome. Next movie, we'll have a trans who still uh, has their dong, but is a... Uh, is on hormones and has grown tits. Yeah, I debated with myself about going to see those two movies. Ultimately, I decided since there are already so much debate about the two movies that they're really not movies anymore, are they? They're more like art house films, and you can't really review art house movies. Yeah, you didn't miss anything by those two. You're, 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 I, I want to know what you thought of my review yesterday of Halloween. Because you, you gave it a very, very politically... Nice review. I I ripped the shit out of it. They already have the prison movie Cage Teat with Eric Estrada. What do they want? <laughs> Make a movie with Brad Pitt and Jake Gyllenhaal and call it the Yogurt Dispenser. You're gonna be, you're gonna print money. All right. A law professor shared on Twitter the pieces of an ingenious cheating system. Involved by one of her students. Now, cheating has returned to the um, news during the pandemic as remote learning. It made it easy for kids to cheat. However, now uh, teachers are, 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 are smartening up. Even though the, the professor of law, Yolanda DeLucci, at the University of Malaga, was dumbfounded when she received this. She found the pins that she confiscated from a student and then exposed a cheating that she called art. The student had Bic pins, the regular old, like, like I use here on the show, the, the easy blue cap Bic pins, which are my favorite, clear. And what did he do? He etched in all the answers on the clear plastic. She didn't say how she caught the student cheating, but she did catch him. I'm going to show you this. This is 
This is one of the most ingenious things I've ever seen, and I don't know. I mean, why would you cheat if you went to this? Wouldn't you have learned it by writing all that stuff so small? The classes for criminal procedure law. Okay, the student had replaced the graphite lead of his mechanical pencil with a needle, which allowed him to write on 11 pens and take down notes for his test. Wow. That's the best form of cheating I've ever seen. That right there, that's pretty, that's pretty well done. Uh, speaking of which, they need to make a movie with Selma Hayek and Penelope Cruz as aging lesbos who go on a road trip in their Subaru Outback and make out everywhere. Now, wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't that be funny if uh, we we got a movie with, uh, I guess, this, this Cara D'Evangeli chick who's an actress slash model. I guess she's she's like, she's bisexual. Can you imagine? Let, let, let's make the movie right now. The movie is called Gal Pals. We're going to call it Gal Pals. And it stars Margot Robbie and Cara DeVanager, or whatever her name is. And the movie is just those two chicks making out the entire time. Oh, that movie, that, that movie will make a billion dollars. First weekend. Lisa, those are life skills. This kid's amazing. Kara's mob name is Eyebrows. Oh, yeah. You can put Margot Robbie in anybody. Well, not anybody. You got to be hot. Okay, Margot Robbie and Megan Fox. I have shattered every box office record there is to shatter. If there's a scene, like in Black Swan where Mila Kunis looks up after going down on Natalie Portman and uses her arm to wipe her mouth, if that scene is in Gal Pals, my my face could be on the $100 bill because I will have saved Hollywood. I'm just telling The first person I would invite is that Billy Eisner guy. Uh, when I said that my review that this movie is going to ruffle some feathers, I was talking about the people that would be incensed at the fact that Michael Myers move. Uh, Michael Myers is barely in it. I knew that would be a non-starter for many people. So your review was perfectly valid. He had an intern. Michael Myers had an intern. That was the stupidest shit I ever saw. Like I, I I'm sitting there going, is this is this a psychological movie? Or is Michael in it? And then Michael would show up. I'm like, well, Michael's in it. How about Halle Berry and Zendaya as lesbians and call it, oh, no, you didn't. Uh, I like it. Lizzo, no. Uh Uh-uh. See, no, Alicia. Alicia, no. No, no, Alicia, you can't play in this game. (laughs) You have thrown a big soft on pill in, in our movie making here. Halle Berry and Zendaya in Oh No You Didn't. Yeah, oh, I, that that's box office success. 
Lizzo could star as the world-devouring space blob. No CGI or makeup. Margot Robbie and Adele. Oh, God damn you. No, no Adele. Come on. Really? Hello. Get out. It's me. We don't care. We want Margot Robbie and somebody hot. I was wondering no. if after all these years you'd like to... No, I don't want to meet you. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. All right, we'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. No, no, I didn't want to report that as spam. Damn it to hell. Port not spam. There we go. Okay, good. Uh, Brittany and Margo. Oh, ooh, Brittany Spears and Margo. Man, I'm, I'm just telling you, gal pals. We could have an all-star cast, and then the final scene. Okay, so here we go. We call the movie Gal Pals. Okay, this is the way we shoot it. We shoot it, it's in L.A., maybe San Francisco, I don't know. Right? And, you know, Halle Berry and Zendaya could be living in one part of the city, and they're going to meet up with their other gal pals of Margot Robbie and, and Britney Spears. Maybe you have Gal Gadot in there and, 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 and Megan Fox. Yeah, yeah, the final scene's big, naked, lesbo orgy. Yeah, I have broken box office records. You are welcome. You are welcome. I have saved Hollywood. That movie will make a trillion dollars. That movie might save the planet. That's how important Gal Pals is. Oh, yeah, lesbian orgy at the end, absolutely. But hot lesbian orgy. So you don't have to worry about, you know, a Leah Dunham showing up. You don't have to worry about the door opening and Rosie O'Donnell's like, hey, I got my strap on. No, 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 no. In the immortal words of Alec Baldwin. No, 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 no. I don't know Fortune Feimster. I don't know that person. But if it's coming from you, Alicia, I'm betting no. Remember what I said about nothing united? I'd take it back. Gal pals would unite humanity and end war and hunger and need. I think so. I, I, we're going to talk about the struggles of what it's like to be a lesbian gal in California who's oddly super attractive. You're casting where the boys aren't port 47. Uh, the old Chasey Lane series, where the boys aren't. Uh, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me or always hit me up right here on Mixler.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, I got a phone call from Christopher during the break. I don't want to use Christopher's phone calls on break, so we'll call him back. got to stop this, though. That way we can hear him. Casino and Associates. Hey, what do you say, big guy? How are you, my friend? <laughs> hey, Ernie. Hey, I, I wanted to talk to you about a Halloween um, and, uh, and, and, and kind of more or less what you're your thoughts were on the movie? Yeah, the dog shit movie. The wor- one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Right. Well, okay, so I kind of wanted to defend a little bit what, what was going on here with, with the movie. So, right, Michael Myers had an intern. Yes, he has an intern. Okay, well, okay, so Halloween is a bit of a, an odd duck when it comes to the horror, all the horror classics, you know. Like, for example, you couldn't possibly make a... Uh, Friday the 13th movie without Jason. You can't make a Nightmare on Elm Street movie without Freddy Krueger, right? Right. Well, Halloween was never meant to be Michael Myers, like a Michael Myers movie. It was mm-hmm. always meant to be, it was originally meant to be a, like a, an anthology. Like every every year they would come out with a new Halloween movie with a different story based on stuff that happens during Halloween. I gotcha, I gotcha. So, like when they Boy, came they out with shit the original, bed with that one. When they came out with Halloween three, uh, that that one that one has doesn't have Michael Myers in it at all. Right, the mask like, the killed people. Yeah, the mask killed the people in that Exa- one. Yeah, you remember the movie? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah I remember. I, and I thought it was stupid because part two had Michael Myers in it. <laughs> so, um, the, uh, so what I'm trying was so what they were I think what they were trying to do here is they were trying to do something different because the last movie was Michael Myers had this big ass body count right right uh, Halloween kills and so so they tried to do something different and they brought this this kid character in and uh, and they kind of it had a different feel it was a bit more of a psychological kind of movie and then it kind of became like a psychological serial killer movie and you know, oh, it was still a slasher film. They didn't make it into some psycho. They look, look. The kid that when he kicked the kid off the fucking balcony and the kid fell to his death. That was, I laughed yeah. in the movie during that. That was funny. That was a <laughs> funny scene to me. You know, I thought it was awesome. <laughs> and, and then the mom comes back at him at a bar, and then he supposedly goes on this killing spree, and and Michael Myers is there to help with the killing spree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Huh? Michael Myers has gotten a soft spot in his heart for this guy. Michael Myers, who's never had a soft spot for anybody, says, you know what? I'm going to help this kid. I'm going to teach this kid how to kill since I'm getting up there in age. No. That's a a good point. No. Um, This is a bad movie. It's okay to say it's a bad movie. It's a terrible film. I, I was with the movie right up until the end because they kind of where where they they felt like they were trying to do something different and then they kind of just reneged on the whole thing and it's like ah fuck it you know what let's just do what we should, what we should have done in the first place so my I was my I was of the mind of, of if if you're gonna do something different stick with it yeah if you're gonna do the same thing well then you should have done that from the beginning and and by the way does everybody know where the town grinder is. Like, 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 like I, I've never seen that before in, in the history of cinema that the whole town gathers up at oh, the yeah, old... everybody gr- knows. It just, everybody <laughs> just magically knows where the fuck they're doing and how they're going to do it. They're at the old grinding hole, 
and they're going to yeah. throw Michael Myers' body into this fucking metal grinder. And I'm sitting there going, huh? What no, the, the fuck? Last, the last 10 minutes is complete fucking retarded. It's, oh, it, it's oh, stupid it, writing. Oh, the, the entire movie is stupid. Uh, I, okay, okay. I, I, I will let you have your psychological thriller, but no, for me, it was stupid. It was dumb, last, and I'm glad I watched it on Peacock. Last thing, what did you think of the kill when he when he kills the when he kills the DJ in the in the booth? Oh, I, I thought that was pretty fantastic. I, that that was, was that, pretty fun. That that, that was okay. Was I liked awesome? you. That was pretty good. He, grabbed, he cuts the dude's he cuts the dude's tongue out with fucking scissors. Oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, such a good kill. Uh, all right, buddy. Well, right. you have a good rest of your day, pal. You too, buddy. See ya. Uh, there is our ex, uh, our, our resident movie expert, Christopher, trying to save Halloween for me, but no saving needed because that movie sucked balls. Now, in the last segment, we were talking about putting a hit movie together called Gal Pals, where we would have it would be a, 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 a it, it would be a, one of those uh, group movies, you know, where where they all in there, but like, like we have Zendaya and, and Halle Berry are a couple. Uh, uh, Selma Hayek and 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 what's her name? They can be the Spanish couple. Uh, we got Margot Robbie in there, and then Alicia, who was just not having any fun with this, she doesn't really get it. She says, "What about Amy Schumer?" No, no, Amy Schumer does not belong in this movie. No, no, Noker says, "Alicia, you sick bitch." No, 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 no. Um, let's see. Um. Um, then I played a couple STP. Well, I played an STP song in the Velvet Revolver. Um, Alicia says, I just want to laugh at all the soft wieners or blue balls collectively hoping, happening as soon as the other female walks on to, with Robbie. Um, STP was still pretty good at Aftershock with their new singer. I didn't know they had a new singer. Good for them. Uh, let's see. I'd switch teams for you. Damn right you would, Alicia. Uh, Scott Weiland was the singer when I saw him. Yeah, I saw them when they first opened Toyota Amphitheater at STP. Uh, God damn it, Douglas, don't make me bring Lizzo back in this. <laughs> yes, it was tough. I passed out in the porta potty because I was so drunk. Cowboys played at 10 a.m. and I went and watched the game at Chairs before the festival. I was hammered when I went in. Uh, let's see. Okay, I'm out. Take care, ass family. Uh, Kitty's touring the planet. Time to disappear. Yep. Uh, Bush porta potties. We still talking elements and gal pals. <laughs> oh, if there's oh, there's got to be a pop, porta potty love scene between uh, who? Who do we get that one? That one's that one's got to be like Megan Fox and somebody dirty. Passing out in porta potty sounds like a bad time. Yeah, it, not 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 too good. Isn't Mike Myers mute? What does uh, he shoulder pads and thumbs up and nonverbal attaboy? Pretty much. Uh, all the fun. What about Ronda Rousey? Ugh. What's the Lesbo version of a plumpkin? <laughs> well, that's one that has. Hey, Siri. What is the lesbian version of a Blumkin? Okay, I found this on the web, the lesbian version of a Blumkin. Check it out. 
popular Jewish girl names. I can't think that Blumkin is a popular Jewish girl's name. I, I don't have anything. They gave me popular Jewish girl names. Oh, Braddy Kid says Adele can make... God damn it with the fucking Adele shit. Come on. Yes, hello. <laughs> the turtle curdle. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. I was wondering if no, after no, all I don't these years you'd like to me. No, but... So it's like bridesmaids with good-looking women. Yeah, and not funny. It's all sexual. And it ends with a big, gigantic, you know, sexual orgy at the end. There you go. We, we, have, we have made the greatest movie of all time, Gal Pals. It's a movie about women. I don't necessarily know if I can say it's for women, but it's about women. And men, men will lose their minds over how good this movie is. That's right. That's why the men are going to lose their minds. By the way, Uber Eats is expanding their business in Canada today. For the first time ever, Canadian Uber Eats will be distributing marijuana. <laughs> Shoppers in Toronto are now able to order marijuana through Uber Eats. Boy, oh boy, are the potheads going to get fat in Toronto. Delivery Services is offering a safe, convenient way to get cannabis. Oh, where, where's the Oxycontin delivery? Uber Eats, I'd like some Oxycontin, please. There are no plans at present for any cities in America yet. Oh, just give it time. Just give it time. It's only fully legal in like four states now. Looks like, uh... Is that South Carolina? Kansas, Wyoming, and Idaho. It's fully uh, it's fully illegal, but it's decriminalized in Nebraska and North Carolina. CBD with THC only in blue states. Not THC mixed and medical fully legal in let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 states, it's fully legal. Just go to your damn pot dealer. Jesus Christ, there's no reason to be that lazy. When you get your tub for gal pals, it comes with a collectible sock, if you know what I mean. For Uber Eats fentanyl, call 1-800-Albuquerque. No shit, man. And by the way, I gotta I gotta say something. You know, I, I watch the show Intervention every now and then, and I root for those people to get clean because it, it took me a while, and 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 I know what the struggle's like. I gotta say though, to everybody that was a dealer to me, fuck you. Why is it that I watch all these episodes of Intervention? And these junkies 
They're de- they, they, they're dope dealers deliver it to them. I never got fucking shit delivered to me. I always had to go in the bad areas of town and buy it. Why wasn't I a part of the whole distribution talk? Man, oh man. I see all these guys delivering. I'm like, wait a second. What are you doing here? That's bullshit. So there you go. Uh, Uber Eats is now delivering marijuana in, in Canada. Don't don't go to your Uber Eats today and look for that pot leaf fucking thing on there. They, they don't have it ready yet in America. <laughs> you quit before it got convenient. No shit. Um... Well, there, there's video of this. I don't know if I necessarily want to... Oh, boy. I'll watch it. Hold on a second. The following video contains images that are graphic. Okay. I'm ready to watch. Let's see it. View. Okay. There's a guy standing at a, a train station in New York City. New York City. And he's standing there waiting for the train. Do, 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 do. And now comes some other guy. He's got a backpack on. This guy doesn't like the cut of his jib. Boy, he, he he just almost flexed on him. Here he goes. He's walking behind him. And he pushes him down in front of the train. Good God almighty. Wow. This is, I mean, this guy, he's going to get caught. His video is on the damn screen the entire time. An unidentified man pushed a 26-year-old man in the path of a northbound train in the Bronx. The attacker fled the station while onlookers pulled the victim from the tracks. Subway murders are up to their highest rate in 25 years, with eight people killed on the subway in 2022 already. The highest number was between 95 and 2019 in a year was six, and we're at how many? Eight already this year? Man, oh man. Well, it it takes a special piece of shit to push to push somebody in front of a train. I mean, you you're pushing it and he pushed him in the back. What oh this guy is gonna get so raped in prison. About 142 million people ride the subway every month. About 4 million people a day. That was in 2019. Now it's 81 million people. So the numbers for the subway have gone down due to the recent surge in crime in New York City. New York City! Yeah, that, 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 that was appropriate there. By the way, if you'd like to know, why is crime going so up in New York City? New York City! It could be due to the defund the police movement. 
You see, because when you fire police, there aren't enough of police around. And when there aren't enough police around, that means bad guys will do their thing. And bad guys have been doing their thing in New York now for the last year and a half. You could not catch me in that city dead right now. We, we, we were going to go there this year. I'm glad things didn't work out and the, the crime issue. I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't go there or Chicago this year. Pushing somebody into a train. God damn, boy, that is just rough. That is rough trade right there. There's a new trend going on. Everybody get ready. Everybody get ready to start whooping ass. Now, now, ass family, I, I'm deputizing you. Let's all raise uh, one of our hands. I don't care if it's the right or left. I state your name. Do hereby promise to hold up on the ass whoopings that Arnie States is about to, to hand out to me. It's starting right now in Scotland. It will come over here. Teens in teens in London, Manchester, and Edinburgh, eight different locations decided that they, as a part of a plant-based activist group, were going to dump milk out on grocery store floors. Now, let me just tell you this. If I'm in a grocery store and I see one of you fucking tree-hugging, dirt-smelling losers walk over by the milk, and start to pour the milk out, first of all, we're going to have a problem because there are people that, that, that need milk, that need to drink milk. They like milk. And here you are pouring it on the ground. I am going to whoop your monkey ass. And this is what I'm deputizing you guys to do now, too. If you see it, you need to start immediately whooping that ass. Funny how the same people that want to take away your God-given right to defend yourself because you should just call the police when someone attacks you are the same people who want to defund the police. Amen to that. The uh, This is called Milk Pours. The new trend involves going into grocery stores, picking up cartons of cow-produced milk, and pouring their contents out on the floor. Do it around me. Just do it. Yeah, video of some of these. I would walk over to that girl and I would snatch her fucking face. Wham! Hey, how about you let me buy some fucking milk? How about we do this? There's some dude who's standing off to the side that's letting the gals do everything. It's not a peaceful protest. You're stealing that milk. You need to be arrested and possibly shot. 
He's trying to get these gals to leave his grocery store. This is the manager. I'm telling you right now, boys, girls, whatever. You're pouring milk out, they deserve a knuckle sandwich. Um, I, I, I don't have time for this. That one was in uh, Edinburgh, Scotland. Okay, this is the one that's in uh, Manchester. People taking the time. For, oh, that kid's down in a position like that. I'm kicking him right in his fucking face. What a bunch of pieces of shit. Oh my god. Yeah, I I I'm pretty much going off on these people. I I, I don't have time for that. The hell is that damn thing? Alicia, what the fuck did you send me? Is this a dinosaur? That's a dinosaur eating a whole deer. Where are dinosaurs living? My God, that's fucking frightening. Yeah, you you do that in one store around me? Oh, it's on. It is so on. By the way, uh, last week I filmed a, a video here in the house of, of simple things that I can help you with because people in my house don't know how to replace paper towels. Well, there's another one. Now, this one's going to involve some, some editing and some, some longer videos, but I'm sure that you'll, you'll be a part of it with me. When we learn how to replace empty gallons of milk in the refrigerator together. That's right. Might include a trip to the store. We'll see. But we will not be pouring the milk out on the floor. Oh, shit, I saw that video the other day. Ate the whole damn thing in five minutes. Yeah, that, that thing is crazy. That thing was a dinosaur. It ate a whole deer. Maybe a doe. I don't know if it was female deer. It was not a ray. It was not glowing sun. I'll tell you that right now. A North Carolina judge sends a, a juror, somebody that was there for jury duty. Dude shows up, jury duty. He sent the guy to jail for refusing to wear a mask in a mask-optional courthouse. What? What? That, 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 huh? what? If it's a mask-optional court, courthouse, and my option is not to wear one, why is the judge throwing me in jail? If someone tried that milk stunt at Bucky, somebody's getting shot. Oh, yeah, somebody's getting dead. North Carolina judge sent a juror to jail after he refused to wear a mask. The guy was on Tucker Carlson. He says, I never thought I'd show up to jury duty and end up behind bars. Judge Charles Gilchrist, who was first nominated to the bench by former Democratic Governor Bev Perdue, remained... Uh, Remanded Han to custody after he refused the judge's order to put a mask on. Wearing masks was optional at the courthouse after Democratic Governor Roy Cooper lifted the statewide mandate months ago. 
This man who was reporting for jury duty is a Navy veteran. Served as a member of the President's Honor Guard at Arlington National. Noted that there were 98 jurors and that the clerks told the pool that the Gilchrist personally required masks in his courtroom. We were in assembly for about 10 to 20 minutes, shoulder to shoulder with three quarters of us not wearing masks. So the virus, if there was a virus out there, contaminated us anyway. So I was called when they called roll. Uh, I made eye contact with the clerk and she said, uh, you need to come over here for not wearing a mask. That, that's bullshit. You can't throw people in masks for that. that, that that's bullshit. I was asked to be excused since I wasn't even selected for jury duty. It was still orientation. But instead, uh, that evening, he was asked to put on an orange jumpsuit and given collection of toiletries. Losing track of time in a cell with another inmate, he recalled being called outside by jail authorities uh, and passing guards watching Monday Night Football. Wow. Where 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 did this happen at? I want I want to uh, North Carolina. Hold on a second here. Oh, oh. The Harnett County Courthouse. Well, there it is right there. The Well, looky there. <laughs> the Harnett County Courthouse. Well, let, let's see. Let's call the courthouse, shall we? Thank you for calling the Harnett County Courthouse, located at 301 West Cornelius Harnett Boulevard in Lillington, North Carolina. Please listen to the following options and select the office that meets your needs. To speak with the office of Renee Whittenton, Harnett County Clerk of Superior Court, press 1. For the office of Suzanne Matthews, Harnett County District Attorney, press 2. No. For the Harnett County Magistrate's Office, press 3. For the office of District 11A Veterans Treatment Court, press 4. Let's see. For the office of Winston Gilchrist, Resident Superior Court three. Judge. Press three, three, three. Wait while I transfer your three. call. You have reached the office of the Harnett County Magistrate located at the Harnett County Detention Center at 175 Bain Street in Lillington, North Carolina. Be advised that magistrates are prohibited from rendering legal advice. Okay, good. If this is an emergency, please hang up and dial 911 for assistance. Please listen to all options before making your selection. To check an upcoming criminal court no, date, please it. hang up and call the Harnett County Clerk of Court Office at 910-814-4600. I did not recognize that as a valid Damn entry. It. You have reached the office of the Harnett County. Five. I did not recognize that as a valid entry. Three. I did not recognize that as a valid Marriages are performed from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
seven days a week by appointment oh, come only on. in the criminal magistrate's office at the Harnett County Detention Center located at 175 Bain Street in Lillington. To be married by the magistrate, each couple must bring— Oh, for Christ's sake. Let's call him back. I, I, I hit the wrong Thank button. Thank you for calling the Harnett County Courthouse Operator. located at 301 West Cornelius Harnett. Zero. I did not recognize that God as a damn it. entry. Thank you for calling the Harnett County Courthouse located at 301 West Cornelius Harnett Boulevard in Lillington, North Carolina. Please listen to the following options and select the office that meets your needs. To speak with the office of Renee Whittenton, Harnett County Clerk of Superior Court, press one. one. I just hit one. Wait while I transfer your call. Good. Now nobody's going to answer because we're so close to lunchtime. God damn it. Damn those people in North Carolina. Give me your answering machine. Come on. Oh, for the love of God. This is when, when crank calls go wrong. I hate it. All right, fuck that county. Stupid county. Dummies. Talk about something else since you ruined my phone call. Um, hey, have you ever thought about, wow, I could really waste a lot of money right now? Well, if you're a fan of Balencia, I guess that's some high-end fashion thing, Balencia. They have a, a something that you can spend $1,800 on. And if you do, I will personally punch you in the throat. They have a new handbag that cost $1,800, and it looks like a Lay's potato chip bag. I, I, I ain't making that up. I ain't making it up. No, uh-uh. No. No, it, 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 it looks like it, it's a bag sewn onto a purse. And it's got a zipper up top, and you can get the, the regular Lay's. You can get the... Lime Lay's or even the Fire Lay's. Or even maybe the Cool Ranch Lay's. I don't know if they have Cool Ranch Lay's, but I know that they have them in purses that are $1,800. If you buy a pair, if you buy a bag that costs $1,800, more, more power to you. But don't buy no damn Fritos bag. It ain't no Lay's bag. Uh-uh. No. There, there's also on, on the Balencia website, you can get a pair of fucking high-heeled Crocs for $625. Ooh. Man, be the envy of nobody. Croc high heels. No, and you don't even get a bag of chips. There ain't no bag of chips. It's just a purse, an empty purse. Looks like a sleeping bag made out of this dress. 
It is a sleeping bag dress. I was just joking. It's a sleeping drag dress that costs $18,000. You can wear a trash bin looking dress. That only costs you $542. Not to mention some beat up old Converse shoes that got tape on them that you can spend $530 on. They, they, I tell you what, man, these people that are fashion people, y'all got to be some of the dumbest fucking people in the damn world. Add a touch of luxury to your lunch with Jill Sanders' $290 brown paper bag. Now, now, we, we just... If you buy a brown paper bag to put your lunch in and you spend $290 on it, I am going to murder you. $290 for a brown paper bag. It's not just any. It's a Jill Sanders bag. Who the fuck is Jill Sanders? If she's, if she's related to Harlan Sanders, then we can talk. But Jill Sanders' brown paper bag that costs $290, you deserve an ass whooping. I'll just say it right now. If you if you shop on Balencia, then you've got too much money. You need to send me some of that money. You need to advertise on this show. That's what you need to do. $600 for a pair of Crocs. I'm mad at Crocs right now because Crocs has just released a new shoe. It's called the Mellow Croc, and it's supposed to be their most comfortable one ever. Yeah, they just released it online. I couldn't go to the Croc store and get it because, God forbid, you go to a Croc store and buy a pair of fucking Crocs. Sold out. My size sold out every color. Thank you. Appreciate that. Assholes. Get me back to my southernness. Back to wearing Crocs, for God's sakes. Seriously, a brown paper bag that costs $290. You know, you know this is what I'd like. I'd like to see... I would like to see the, 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 the attendant, the person working at the store, give me a brown paper bag and then look me straight in the face and say, that'll cost me $290. I, I think I would slap him, and I wouldn't mean to. It would just be out of, like, like they just, it just, it happened. It was a reflex. Okay, that'll be $290. Wow. What was that? You, you said a paper bag costs $290. Is it made of the first tree ever? Is this the one that the apple fell off of? I haven't wanted a pair of shoes so much until last week when I saw Adidas that were made to look like Towley from South Park. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. All right, this will be our last story of the day today because this this freaks me out. Do you remember that movie Alive? 
Remember what it was about? It was about the 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 plane crash in the Andes Mountain. And there was a soccer team from Uruguay on the plane. And well, they crashed in the mountains and there were some people that lived and the only way they could sustain themselves was to pretty much uh to say, uh, holy shit, look <laughs> at them donuts. But there weren't donuts. They were actually another human being. They got together, the survivors got together for the 50th anniversary. I got to say, this is one of those anniversaries I probably wouldn't show up to. I, I just got to say, I probably wouldn't show up to this. All 16 survivors reunited for the 50th anniversary. Survivors spent 72 grueling days in the freezing Andes where they were forced to eat and their fallen loved ones to survive. They continue to share their story of survival, which has been made into a book, film, and an upcoming Netflix documentary in the works. The survivors recounted the heartache over eating their friends, but vowed that they needed to help each other survive in the unforgiving mountains. I know he was dead, but did they call for Jeffrey Dahmer to be a chef? Remember Pedro? Man, he was delicious. Like, like honestly, I, I, when, I, when I got this story, I got this story two days ago, and I've been trying to figure out what do you do at this at, at, at this anniversary? You you you've come back. You're having a reunion. What do you do here? So uh, anybody else? I, I I will say this right now. Ah, guarantee. This is what this will be one of the first questions asked by everybody there. Has anybody eaten anybody else? Have you tried any other humans, or do they all taste the same? I mean, you, you, do you sit there and go, man, you remember Pedro? He did taste good. Oh, he was a, he was a crown, the clown prince on the soccer field, but man, oh man, his legs were delicious. And like, like... See, this is why I'm excited that there's going to be um, a documentary about this because I have a lot of questions to ask. See, this is I need to be on the set when they're making the documentary because I, I need to know, like, how did you determine what to eat first or who to eat first? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm surprised. You probably took the first person and died. Okay, so how do you pick? Do you pick something meaty off the legs? Maybe maybe some some fat from the side. Do you go for the ribs? I mean, and you, you're probably not going to have a whole lot of seasoning on the plane, so it's going to be just blech. But, like, you know, do, do they all wear T-shirts saying, you know, Andy's Survivor? Ask me how. 
And is that one you really tell your family about too much? Well, I guess you would have to since you got rescued out of the mountains and stuff. And how'd you survive? Oh, we ate a couple of the other players. Like, that, that's got to be the first thing. What, does, what do people taste like? Guarantee he says chicken. Oh, I promise you that some bitch says chicken. Do Mexicans taste different than black people? That's a legit question. Because I'm telling you right now, if I'm on that plane, I they're they're going to probably probably shoot me so they can eat me first. Because I I look I'm I'm going to keep the group of sixteen fed for a few days. We, we all know that, and I am going to be delicious. I want you to think about this. This body has been marinating in Dr Pepper, ice cream, cake, chocolate. Hamburgers, oh man! I I I bet you it's like a knife going through hot butter with me. Now, do they eat me first, and then like the the wiry guys? Because you with soccer guys, so they're not going to be a lot of fat guys on there. Or do they save me for last? Am I like the 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 grand goose? But once again, not and you know what? If if I know one of these guys, and he's like, "Hey, why don't you come to our reunion?" Nope, I know what you guys are all about. <laughs> what seventeen in or sixteen leave? Yeah, no thanks. They probably will not have the Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix series playing there. <laughs> I can almost guarantee that one. Arnie Steaks have the fat-to-meat ratio that is fire. Oh, I'm better than Wagyu. Oh, I, I'm so, I, I am like A28 compared to rat Wagyu. Them Chinese fucking butchers get a hold of my meat. They're like, oh, hustle. Soy, soy. All right, that is going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember that every room you walk into is better. Why? Because you are in there. Tomorrow, by the way, did you realize that tomorrow is already... Oh, my God, that's tomorrow. You've made it. So you've made it through Tuesday, you got hump day to go, then there's Thursday, which everybody kind of likes, and then Friday, everybody's going to be partying at work. Look, you've done it. You've made it through the week. I don't think you're grass-fed, though. Yeah, yeah, no, not grass-fed. No, no, no. Oh, I've got all the preservatives in me. Uh, until tomorrow, you'll have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. Uh... in the hole A little secret that nobody knows Life is a gamble, a game we all play, but you need to save something for a rainy day. You've got to learn to play your cards right If you expect to win in life Don't put it all on the line for just one run.
prizes of your own No matter what you do No matter where you go You've got to have an ace in the hole You've got to have an ace in the hole A little secret that nobody knows Life is a gamble, a game we all play But you need to save something for a is outside waiting to arrest him.